0: Hi, welcome to Bookie, which unlocks big ideas from world bestsellers in audio, text, and mind map. Please download Bookie at Apple Store or Google Play with more features. Get your free mind snack now. Today we will unlock the book The Snowball, Warren Buffett and the Business of Life. You must have heard the name Warren Buffett before. Known as the Oracle of Omaha, He is one of the richest and most respected business leaders in the world and an investment guru. In late 2007, under Buffett's leadership, Berkshire Hathaway had a stock price of over $140,000 per share and an impressive market cap of over $200 billion. By December 2017, the company's market cap hit a staggering $480 billion. Buffett is also one of the most generous philanthropists in the world. In June 2006, Buffett announced that in the following years he would donate 85% of Berkshire Hathaway's shares to charitable foundations, which was worth a total of $37 billion at the time. Such a huge donation caused quite a stir. Since the book is titled The Snowball, you may wonder what the snowball refers to. At the very beginning of the book, the author depicts a scene of a nine-year-old Buffett playing in the snow. He's with his younger sister in his yard. He packs the snow into a small ball, slowly rolling it on the ground. Every time he pushes it, the ball picks up more snow. As such, the snowball grows bigger and bigger. From there, Buffet has continued onward, casting his eye on a whole world full of snow. As he puts it, life is like a snowball, all you need is wet snow and a really long hill. And that doesn't just apply to compounding money. It also refers to an understanding of the world and what kind of friends you accumulate. The author of this book Alice Schroeder is a former advisor director at Morgan Stanley, one of the most renowned investment banks in the world. She got to know Buffett while writing an analysis report on Berkshire Hathaway and became the first and only financial analyst that was able to interview Buffet. Buffett appreciated her insight and ability to master a subject, so he authorized her to write his biography. In order to write this book, she spent five years interviewing Buffett for a total of over 2,000 hours. She also interviewed 250 other people, including his friends, families, and co-workers. She was given access to many never-before-published personal letters and files of Buffett's. Unlike previous books that overemphasize Buffett's success and legendary life experience, this book not only tells his legendary stories as a top notch investor but also depicts his human side. Thus, we are allowed to get to truly know Buffett's most valuable experiences throughout his over 60 years of doing business and investing. If you are interested in Buffett and his life of wealth, The Snowball is a great read. And if you want to know more about his investment philosophy, you can find the bookies on the Warren Buffett Way and the little book that builds wealth. Up next, Let's explore the snowball through the following three sections. Part 1, How Buffett Has Snowballed in Terms of Investing. Part 2, How Buffett Has Snowballed in Terms of Understanding the World and Accumulating Friends. Part 3, How Buffett Has Given Back to Society After Achieving Great Wealth and Fame. Let's start with how Buffett has snowballed in terms of making investments. Buffett has had great enthusiasm for numbers since he was very young. His hobbies and interests all revolved around numbers. When he was six, he was obsessed with counting time in seconds, and invented a game to play with his stopwatch. He filled the bathtub with water and lined up his individually named marbles at the back of the tub. He then clicked the stopwatch just as he swept the marbles into the water. As the marbles raced down the porcelain slope, racing after each other toward the stopper, when the first one hit, Buffett hit the stopwatch and declared the winner. He called the game the bathtub steeplechase. He never seemed to get bored of the game and would play it again and again. Besides this game, Buffett also often sat by the roadside and wrote down the license plate numbers of passing cars, calculating the frequency of letters and numbers on them. Also at the age of six, Buffet earned his first few cents from selling packs of chewing gum. From that age onward, he showed an unyielding attitude toward his customers. There were five sticks of gum in one pack, and when someone asked to buy only one stick, Buffett resisted the temptation to close the sale but insisted that he wouldn't break up packs. Young as he was, little Buffett was already aware that he would risk spending more time selling the gum if he were to break the pack. Meanwhile, He also bought Pepsi-Cola and Coca-Cola from his grandfather's grocery store for $0.25 per carton and resold them nearby for $0.05 per bottle. Thus, he could earn $0.05 for each carton of six bottles. While selling soda, Little Buffett also collected bottle caps that people threw on the ground. He categorized them according to their brands, counted the numbers of each to identify which soda sold the best, and adjusted which soda he would sell accordingly. In this way, little Buffett learned to make money by applying probability at a very young age. When Buffett was 10, he found a book in the library called One Thousand Ways to Make One Thousand Dollars. On the first page it read, Opportunity knocks. never in the history of the United States has the time been so favorable for a man with small capital to start his own business as it is today. The heaven of wealth depicted in this inspirational book excited Buffett. That was the first time Buffett got to know the concept of compound interest. What is compound interest? It is the addition of interest to the principal sum of a deposit. That is to say, in the next period, the interest is then earned on the principal sum plus previously accumulated interest. This book told Buffett that he needed to first earn $1,000. If he started with $1,000 and grew it 10% a year, then in five years, $1,000 became more than $1,600. In 10 years, it became almost $2,600, and in 25 years, it became more than $10,800. This is how a small amount of money can become a large sum through the power of compound interest. The 10-year-old Buffett was deeply moved. He could picture the numbers compounding as vividly as a snowball growing in size. It was as if he could see the money waving at him, and he announced that he would be a millionaire by the time he reached 35. This was back in 1941, in the aftermath of the Great Depression. Nobody took the 10-year-old boy's words seriously. But Buffett believed that he could do it. He had 25 years to prove himself, and he knew that the longer the money compounded, the better his chances were of achieving his goal. In order to earn his first pot of gold, Little Buffett sold used golf balls at the golf course, peddled popcorn at the baseball park, and delivered newspapers door-to-door. By the age of 14, Buffett already accumulated the $1,000 needed to begin his investments, thus completing the first step mentioned in 1,000 ways to make $1,000. Since then, Buffett has always made compound interest investments, and continually thinks of placing the money he earns into his next investment. Among his early investments, the business of coin-operated pinball machines was a typical example of a Buffett-style compound interest investment. When Buffett was in high school, he bought a used Wilson's coin-operated pinball machine for $25. He then went to the barbershop near his home and told the owner that he represented Wilson's coin-operated machine company, and that he had a proposition from the company. He assured the barbershop owner that it would be at no risk or cost to him. All he needed to do was make a tiny space for the pinball machine and collect half of the money earned. The owner thought it was a good deal. Not only could he earn some extra money, but the pinball machine could also bring more customers. As such, Buffett struck his first pinball machine deal. Buffett got his $25 investment back within just one week. He immediately made his next move as instructed in 1,000 ways to make $1,000, buying another pinball machine with the $25. That is to say he made a compound interest investment by putting the proceeds into his next investment. With increasing income, Buffett continued to buy more pinball machines and put them into other barbershops. Meanwhile, he subscribed to a magazine to keep track of what was going on in the market of pinball machines and bought more machines whenever he found a cheap used one. As such, his business expanded, and Buffett began feeling the magic of compound interest. It's like an engine that drives money to work hard for its owner. In the half-century to come, Buffett continued making compound interest investments. Speaking of compound interest, you may be thinking of the concept of principle. With a large principle and a long period of time, one can make decent money from compound interest. During the course of his investments, Buffett discovered an almost free source of principle called float, something used by insurance companies. Simply put, float is the money that is deposited and paid back after some time. It is common practice for insurance companies to collect premiums up front and pay the compensation when a claim is filed. The premiums paid before the compensation is known as float. In Buffett's eyes, float is highly lucrative. Many people buy insurance, and each of them pays a substantial amount in premiums. Decades may pass from the collection of premiums to the compensation, and sometimes compensation is not even needed. So these premiums provide a huge cash flow for insurance companies. In order to take full advantage of float, Buffett founded the Reinsurance Corporation of Nebraska. A reinsurance company is a company that provides insurance to other insurance companies. Through the reinsurance business, the company was able to take in a lot of float. With a steady stream of float, Buffett had the capital to invest in many stocks. He transferred the float to his other holding company and made investments through it. From this, his float and investment returns continued doubling over time, which made his wealth grow exponentially. Another critical reason behind Buffett's success was his ability to concentrate, which was quite unusual. Since he was very young, he read the biographies of all the people he admired, learning from their life experiences and trying to follow their steps. A college classmate described him as a very focused person who could focus nonstop like a spotlight. He would often go through thousands of pages of Standard & Poor's or Moody's Manual looking for stocks. Even when he was on his honeymoon, his car's backseat was loaded with Moody's Manuals and Ledgers. He once spent several months reading newspapers from the past century to study business cycle models, the history of Wall Street, capitalism, and the modern corporation. While working for the Graham Newman Corporation, in order to know more about the companies he was interested in, he would visit them in person and spend hours talking with their managers and shareholders. As the chairman and CEO of Berkshire Hathaway, he's lived in the same house for most of his life, arrives at his office at 8.30, and gets down to work with a high degree of concentration. Every morning, he reads news reports, followed by various reports and data submitted by Berkshire Hathaway-owned companies. He closely follows global political trends, analyzing the impact of politics on business. Buffett also analyzes economic strategies and tries to figure out what they imply and focuses on the businesses that he loves. Like a detective who takes all details into consideration, he never stops thinking about business and his investments. Behind Buffett's extraordinary achievements is his heavy workload that goes unseen by the public, and requires unremitting concentration to accomplish this is another key to buffett's success that's all for the first part in this section we got to know how buffett has snowballed his investments he's had great enthusiasm for numbers from an early age and his hobbies and interests all revolved around numbers buffett also made his first bit of earnings at 6 and by the age of 10 he understood the concept of compound interest and realized that he could snowball his money thus making money with money. After founding the Reinsurance Corporation of Nebraska, Buffett had a steady stream of float to invest in the stock market. He also possesses a rare ability to concentrate. He's carefully studied and analyzed stocks and economic strategies every day for decades. Such concentration is also the key to his success. Today we are just sharing limited content.